Inspiration for a Monday, Episode 5 Be Who You Are Know who you are Love who you are Be who you are It's time to stop worrying about who you were or what you're not or who you might be in the future Just look inside your heart right here, right now This is who you are and it's okay to think you're amazing. Hello everybody and welcome to Inspiration for a Monday, episode 5. I hope you all had a great weekend and don't worry, I'm sure the week ahead will fly in. As you may have gathered from the introduction there, what we're going to talk about just now is identity um, and how important identity is in our thinking. Now I'm going to actually start with um, a story from the Bible. Uh, don't worry if you're not religious, I would urge you to listen anyway. I'm not trying to convert anyone, I'm not trying to preach um, Christianity. It's merely a story which had a lot of significance in the theme of who you are. And it's a story of uh, Jesus when he was crowned with thorns. And it's as much, really, what's really relevant about this story is as much what Jesus didn't do as what he did do. So a brief summary of the story is Pilate, who was the governor of the, the local place at the time, he almost challenged Jesus. He said, are you saying that you're a king? Now, in these modern days, I guess if Jesus had modern representation, his reply really should have been no comment, um, but he was representing himself, and so he said, yes, I am a king, but not of this world. And really, that was the last part that Jesus played in the story. So he was ridiculed, then he was physically tortured with the, the crown of thorns, first of all pushed into his head and then battered into his head. And he was, you know, suffered emotional torture as well with the very people who he loved, um, who he was trying to save, even when they were all being for his destruction and crying, crucify him. Um, still, Jesus did nothing. And the fact is that nothing was actually a very strong statement of who Jesus was. He'd been asked who he was almost as a challenge, even though it might have been a challenge, he told everyone who he was. And in the face of torture, ridicule, emotional torture, he stuck firm to who he, who he was. And this, I think, is an important lesson for us as people. Um, it's sometimes quite possible, and it did happen to me, that you can lose the sense of who you are or actually think that you're, you're somebody else, which introduces a lot of worry and stress and, and conflict into your life. And I know that uh, one of the things when I was um, undergoing some, some help, um, my counsellor said to me, you know, you're carrying an awful lot of guilt. And, and that was true. And I wasn't just carrying a wee bit of guilt, I was carrying a load of guilt for decade upon decade. 
I'd almost forgotten what it was like not to feel guilty about something. Um, and the second thing that I was asked is, have a think about who you are, who you want to be. Now, that, that question was posed to me some months ago, and I'm probably still actually trying to find the answer, but part of that is because the answer changes quite a lot as well. The important thing is to, to try and see who you are, um, who you really are. For example, I like to present myself, as many of you will know, as an adventurer and a mountaineer and, uh, you know, I may, may be fat but I'm, I'm actually quite fit and all, all this kind of stuff. Um, and a lot of that is hard work. It is part of who I am, but it's not the main part of who I am. And if I was to, to take a, an instance which... I guess defines me. Um, it's any of the time I've actually spent with my my daughters, especially when they were young kids, and I used to play about with them and and sing and wind them up, and we used to pray together. That was the best that I've ever been of me. I think um, that that is the the closest I ever identify with me. Um, another thing, as you will know of me by now, is the language that I speak, the deepest, the language I arguably, I'll say I identify with more fluently, I think whether I speak it fluently is open to question, um, is music. I love music and I feel music and I express myself through music. And it's funny, for all the the summit photos and everything I've got and believe you me I'm proud of each and every one of them and I'm proud of each and every one of the almost summit photos and the swimming and the, the runs and all the rest of it um, but my, my best pal she gave me a photo for Christmas and that photo defines very much me as the best I can be because it was a picture of me clowning about with her granddaughters in the sea. Um, and there was no great conquest of anything. There was simply fun. There was laughter. Um, and there was, you know, kids enjoying themselves and me helping them to, to have that enjoyment. I think those things are definitely the very best of me um, and if you were saying to me so you think you're a king I would probably say well no but I'm probably quite good with kids and I've got a sense of humour love who you are probably you could spend a lifetime figuring out who you are but one of the things which was terrible for me was I, I just did not accept who I am I spent my life really looking for something better um, and that caused me an awful lot of pain so when I was in the army I never managed to get you know into any of the the special forces uh, I wasn't you know I was promoted very young I didn't really have the maturity to carry my rank all that well um, and I spent my life thinking geez I could have been a better soldier 
Um, of course, in business, as any of you who are in business will know, you're constantly pushed to be better than before. If you if you turn a 2% profit, you've got to turn a 4% next year. If you target a 4% next year and you turn 80%, you'll have to turn 160 the year after. Um, there's just this constant push to be better and better and better. And sometimes you can lose yourself. So we have humanity. I'm probably quite vain. I'm quite selfish. Um, and yes, I, I do eat and drink the wrong stuff in bigger quantities than I should, you know. But those are parts of me. They're not going to change. I, I don't know how many slimming clubs I've been to. And even away up in the Mera Glacier, I didn't become that thin athlete. Uh, you know, I still had my beer belly. Um, what I've learned is that these parts of who you are, you, you need to love them just as much as I love my sense of humour and I love being around kids. You need to realise that sometimes there isn't much more. It's all very well to strive for ambitions and goals, but also sometimes you have to realise that, you know, the flaws, some of the flaws you've got are just who you are and you're going to always have them. And that doesn't make you any less because everybody's got flaws. Um, people who gossip and all the rest of it, uh, which I do myself. In fact, my daughters would call me the family gossip. Um, all we're doing is pointing out other people's flaws. But it's it's a daft activity because you're, you're trying to point at somebody else's flaws in the hopes that nobody else is noticing your flaws. We have our flaws and we can accept them and we can live with them. Um, and I'm going to actually, you know, put a wee poem up here now, which I had written whilst I was going through this journey, whilst I was in my, my dark moments. Um, and it was that moment of realisation that I wrote down in poetry of realising that the person you keep trying to be better than is actually fine. And, and actually quite hurt by the fact that you keep trying to be better than them. And self-acceptance definitely is um, a challenging thing and perhaps something we should all aspire to. The guy behind the door. A short poem about self-acceptance influenced in part by Aunt Middleton's book, The Fear Bubble. I walked along a corridor and tried to find the door to take me somewhere else, because I can't stand here anymore. I'd kick it in or blow it out and storm the room inside. And anything against me would have nowhere left to hide. At last I saw an open door and someone clear in view. I knew at once to take him out was not the thing to do. He stood across the threshold of the very door I'd sought. Reminded me of many things against which I have fought. 
wasn't like a warrior, was getting on in years. Was carrying a lot of weight, his eyes were full of tears. And then I saw the fear and sadness deep within my heart. He maybe wasn't playing it well, but he was playing his part. stood before me many times, I'd always slam the door, and stormed off down the corridor in search of something more. But now at last I realise acceptance is the key, the guy beyond that open door, for all his flaws, is me. Finally, there's the question of be who you are. And that, that can be quite difficult, you know. Um, when Pilate said to Jesus, so you're a king, and, and I'm joking, saying he could have said no comment. You know, no comment isn't being who you are. No comment is being nervous about who you are, perhaps being incriminating and hence you um, aren't going to tell people. Um, but there's a lot less dramatic ways of being challenged to be who you are. Um, if if you're in a crowd of people and, and they're all laughing at somebody, you know, maybe drunk, um, and it can be quite different, you know, it's easy to just laugh along and say, oh, look at them, they can't handle a drink. Um, but you might be harbouring a bit of a secret there, as I would be anyway, that I, I like my drink and I, I get drunk every so often. Um, then there is accepting the fact that you are different things to different people. So if I'm talking to my mate down the pub about the football, my language, my mannerisms and everything is going to be very different than if I'm sitting at a job interview. Um, that's if I want to get a job <laughs> you know you and and that doesn't mean that I'm two-faced or hypocritical it simply means like everybody else we we adapt to a certain extent um, to suit the situation on the other hand if if somebody said to me that I'd go around as part of my job and beat people with a club um, well, no, I'm not going to make that adaptation. And again, that's part of who you are. You've got to realise when you're going to adapt, when you're not going to adapt, what's appropriate. Um, then you have the thing of people-pleasing, popularity. Um, I bought double glazing before when I did they want it because uh, somebody called me back saying I was a bit nasty to the salesperson, you know. Um, but people-pleasing can draw you into a lot of problems as well because what you try and do is you try and do what you think you should do but not necessarily what you want to do. Or even more worrying is you try and do what you think someone else thinks you should do um, and you kind of lose track of who you are. So I think it is important to try and be yourself so I think we can all summarise all of this if we go back to the story of Jesus being crowned with thorns. 
Uh, if he had of replied to Pilate's question by saying no comment, he, he would not have been himself. Um, and what he did is he was himself. He said, I am a king, but not of this world. The important thing then was he didn't succumb to the ridicule, the, the people pleasing that I've been on about before. Um, he stuck by who he was. Everybody had heard who he was. He didn't even succumb to the physical torture that he was subjected to. Um, and even when it meant losing popularity or losing face in front of the very people that he absolutely loved more than anything else in the world, Jesus remained true to who he was. And I think that's really what we should all be aiming for. Because once we understand who we are, um, that gives us a certain amount of security. Once we treat ourselves with gentleness and accept our flaws, then those flaws can't become a weapon used against us. They certainly can't hurt us as much as if we try to hide, overcome or deny them. And when we stand up and state our case to the world, by and large, the world would accept who we are in any case, but life certainly becomes an awful lot simpler. So I think that's all I had to say. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I look forward to talking to you again next Monday. Thank you very much. Bye for now.